okay. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy 2016. Yes, we made it. Oh my gosh. We made it. We're um, alive and healthy and yes. well. How did you end up spending your New Year's? Um, my New Year's, or, well, my New Year's Eve, I worked. Oh, hang on, we just went straight into that. Sorry, this is Janice. It doesn't matter, they know who we are already. Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> well, we're the London Girls. Yeah, we are the London Girls, and this is the London Girls podcast. Yes. So, New Year's. New Year's, um, I worked during the day, mm-hmm. and then I went home and napped for ages. And then I woke up around six or seven, and then I had all these missed calls from friends, like, asking me, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, but, New Year's Eve. Yeah, but yeah. I had already made plans with one of my friends. And um, we went to like we went to some parties and it was it was good fun. I had a really good time. I feel like I'm now that I'm getting a little bit older. I can't really be doing like the whole going to clubs because I don't really want to be queuing out late at night. Yeah, there's no glamour in that really. And it's cold at at it this really time is. of the year. I've never actually I've never gone out for New Year's to like a club, mm-hmm. paying the twenty five pound on the door price. I refuse to do that. Or £50 on the door, if you're lucky. I refuse. Like, the, I can think of a thousand things that I'd rather spend 25 or £30 on than mm. paying to get into some shabby club. I know, and I've, I've also never been to central London for the fireworks as well. I, I do. have. That's fun. But um, now it's a bit... It's not as fun as it used to be because it's ticketed. Right. And so it's just not as free and fun as it used to be. I have some really good memories. <laughs> I can just imagine it being a nightmare getting out of there. Yeah, it is. It actually is. And it's just, the annoying thing about it is that you, like, have to sometimes get there even earlier just so that you can get a good spot. Sure. So even though, like, they don't do the countdown until, like, almost midnight, sometimes you've got to start making your way down there at, like, 9pm. And find something to do. Yeah. Well, I spent mine. I spent my New Year's this year at home. You had a little turn up at your house, didn't you? <laughs> Not really a turn up. <laughs> there were little children present. <laughs> we just had a um, like some food and music and watching YouTube videos mm-hmm. and kids playing Connect Four. That's so cute. It was a it was a lovely get together. Just chill, really chilled. And then we did the countdown. Did you drink? Did you have anything to drink? Uh, there was alcohol here, but I don't like the taste of alcohol. You're not drinking the right alcohol then. Mate, I used to be into Malibu and Coke. But that's just because it was sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so it was easy to consume. Pims and Lemon is, well, once again, because it's like a sweet, fruity cocktail thing with yeah. like lots of fruit bits in it. But the actual taste of alcohol for me is like coffee. It's like green tea. I just don't like bitter things. Mm. And wine tastes like vinegar to me. Red wine tastes like vinegar. I can't even stand the smell of mm. red wine. Like the smell of red wine is just so gross to me. But the thing is, I'm always so disappointed when I try it. Like, I, I try it, like, every couple of years, or maybe I'll like it now. And it's always so disappointing because my favourite type of drinks are red drinks. Mm-hmm. So drinks that are red, I think strawberries, I think raspberries, and, like, yeah. cherries. So I think it's got to taste like that. And then I taste it, and it's literally vinegar. It's just so disappointing every time I try it. But you guys had a good time, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what lovely. matters. And how are you feeling about this year so far? Well, so far, I, I kind of hit the ground running because I was right back at work again. So I feel really active this year. I feel really settled into my, my job as well. 
last year at this time I was just starting it so it was all quite new and all quite worrying but this year I kind of know where I am I've got mm. my footing um so now that I feel so much more settled in it and like I can do that and manage other things like music and you know creating things that I want to create a bit more giving that a bit more attention it's um I just feel a lot more sturdy coming into this year basically not so wobbly as last year where I didn't feel like I could do anything else except work while I was working and that was it I like that how about you um I feel like this is going to be the best year of my life yeah because 2015 was probably one of the most challenging years of my life Mm -hmm. but I was able to come out of it in a good way yeah I mean I don't want to like like talk about my whole personal life on this podcast but you know some of the challenges Mm -hmm. that I went through last year, like, just with my personal life and my family and stuff like that. So, I'm just, like, I'm really happy to be alive. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy to feel motivated to go after the things that I want. And I also feel very passionate. So, even though, like, I have all these plans, I'm actually ready to, like, get my hands dirty and start creating the things that I mean I've already started yeah I I wasn't gonna wait until January 2016 to to make things happen I've already started so uh, I shot one episode of my documentary (laughs) and uh, I'm gonna be shooting so here's the deal I'm going to you know I'm going to Morocco on Sunday yeah Uh uh-huh so one of my favorite artists it was someone, this woman who I absolutely, absolutely adore. Her name is Aroma Elewa. Okay. Um, she's a Nigerian artist. She actually lives in Marrakesh. Oh right. And here's the thing: like, I want to reach out to her and ask her if she'll let me interview her for the documentary series. But I'm also kind of scared because what if she says no? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't ask, you don't get. So know, you have right? to ask. Maybe you get rejected. Oh, ha! Oh, yeah. of course. She's so awesome. Yeah, she really is. By the way, I'm showing Janice um, yeah. Aroma's Instagram. <laughs> oh, wow. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, I've been obsessed with her for a very long time. I'd say like about six years now. Yeah. She, she was the one that started that magazine, Pop Africana. Do you oh, remember it? Yeah. So yeah, I'm hoping like I can get her to somehow agree to this documentary series. Wicked. Well, speak it into the universe, you know. Yes. Happening. I'm gonna do like a little spiritual ritual, and <laughs> make it happen. But no, I mean to go back to what you said as well about 2015 being challenging. I remember seeing a lot of things towards the end of the year of people being like, you know. I've gone through 2015 and I'm still here. I'm st- like, I'm still, I got through it. It's such a challenge. And it like, was a really difficult year. Or like 2015 tried to kill people. me that like people really were feeling really strongly about the year. Mm-hmm. It was a challenging year just in general. I guess also here in the UK, we also had the, the elections so the mm. conservatives fully came into power. And I guess a lot of people have felt it in their mm. pockets. So it's and like, we're going to really feel it in the years to come. Yeah. People think things have changed now. It's only been yeah, a few it's, it's months. Only, yeah, exactly. But I guess the kind of potential for it to be affecting their pockets, people are already kind of worried, I guess. But, I mean, even me, I mean, in terms of moving home, this is the first year I've felt like a like an adult. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm, I must say on the podcast, we are in your new home. This is, the first, <laughs> this is my first time visiting Janice's home, and it's just so wonderful 
and cosy and I'm just so happy for you. Oh, I'm glad. That's all I want. I want people to feel comfortable when they do come here. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess because my living situation before was so uncomfortable. I've just, I've worked very hard to make sure this is all set up in the most comfortable way possible. Not only for us, but for anyone who comes and visits us. Yeah. But yeah, in terms of 2015, just it's the first time I've, I've obviously been out on my own like this. And Does it feel scary in any way? Yes, it does. It, it does. You're fully responsible for yourself right Yeah, now. there's just always so much cleaning. There's so much cleaning all the time. You constantly have to clean stuff. But you know, sometimes you'll find yourself actually cleaning up after other people. Yes. Because people I live with, I'm always cleaning up after them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes you kind of have to, like, set new rules and set a new attitude that people just have to clean up after themselves. I know, yeah. But it's also give and take. I guess sometimes I leave stuff and then that, you know, my other half is cleaning up after me. But it's just, it's just a constant thing. Like, even I was cleaning windows today. <laughs> I was cleaning the windows today. You're because, an adult. Yeah. <laughs> really, windows. Really very adult. Uh, but also, yeah, and, and 2015 was the year that I nearly died as well. Oh, yeah. In, um, in Cuba. In Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> because I can't swim. And I was getting, like, really... I was basically... We were in the, the waterfall, kind not waterfall, a kind of pool area that was in some rocks. Yeah. And there were shallow bits and deep bits. And because I can't swim, I was in the shallow, like, little kiddie paddling pool. What in your it. right mind told you that it was okay to get into the sea with no, like, <laughs> life jacket or anything? Well, there was a lifeguard, but he went up to the top briefly, so he wasn't there when it was happening. And I basically got annoyed with my husband because he was diving on the other side of this couple because they could swim. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, a 25-metre drop and they could jump into it and go down and pop up. Yeah. It was really cool. And I was kind of giving him evil eye across the the water and he came up like, you okay? It's like, no, I want to come and join in. Can't you just like swim me to the rocks over there if I hold onto your shoulders? And he tried to swim me across and I was meant to be kicking. And then I stopped kicking because I got tired. And then he felt my knees touch the back of his thighs and he, I knew I wasn't kicking anymore basically because my legs are against his legs. And he was like, oh shit. <laughs> you don't <laughs> <He's all> die. <laughs> yeah. And he said, he said like, he felt this acceptance of death. I know it's like really dark. Right Don't now, tell me but this. This really, is really scary. He was, he was, because I was, I was trying to keep myself above the water. So I was like holding myself up on his shoulders and pushing him under. And then the couple that he was diving with, they came and they dragged us out and saved us both. But he had this kind of moment of like, okay, I, I might just, I might just die today. Because my wife is drowning me, basically. That's actually really, as you're you're saying this, this is really terrifying. It really is. And I I tried to get some swimming lessons before we went. Mm -hmm. I took about four lessons. And I don't think I I just could not swim. But I'm I'm out of practice and I'm also quite afraid of water as well. Right. And so I tried to take lessons to try and figure out how to get the breathing pattern right. But did you ever swim as a child? I did and I nearly drowned as well when I was doing lessons. So I just, yeah... I haven't had good experiences in water all my life. And this is the second time I've nearly drowned, basically. Um, so, <laughs> it's just... I need that's, that's another thing this year, actually. I need, need to learn to swim. Are you planning any holidays for this year? Um, we're thinking maybe a staycation. Maybe okay. somewhere in the UK. Otherwise, maybe Europe. My brother's in Rome right now. And Lucky he sent him. me through... So yeah, he sent me through <laughs> some pictures. And I have been there before, but I went there very briefly. It was like for one or two days. Mm-hmm. I didn't see enough of it. So I would love to go back to Rome this year. That would be fun, I think. Go to Italy. Yeah. Seal. Because the entire city is like a museum. It There's is. There's just ruins everywhere. There's so. ruins everywhere. And there's also lots, so much history mm. to go and explore. It would be cool. Did you go to the Colosseum? 
It did, yeah. And the Vatican as well. We went to the Vatican. We didn't go to the um, the one... What's that one called? The Sistine Chapel. We didn't go to the Sistine Chapel, though. Right. But we saw some other amazing ceilings in other places. So we, we did go to other places in the Vatican. But, um, yeah, I want to go back. Maybe Europe this year. Do you have any New Year's resolutions, um, as people like to call them? No, I haven't got any New Year's resolutions. Um, but I I did put some things in place before the new year, which I want to keep pushing through with. So I joined a, uh, an Olympic weightlifting group. This is incredible. So I, I joined, I joined the West London lifters. Um, with it's the, an actual group. Yeah. With the hopes to compete eventually once I've been doing it for long enough. Get over this. Um, this is amazing. Yeah, like. Do you know? I'm gonna have to weights. come to one of your classes just so I can see you lift oh, weights. Oh sure, that would be cool. That'd Where be is really it? Cool. In, in Kilburn. It's in Northwest London, so it's in Wilsden. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. Seriously, I'm gonna come to one of your classes just to watch you. <laughs> it's it's amazing, and there's like it's a really great bunch of people. I'm really inspired by um, our coaches as well. One of them is like a Trinidadian weightlifter. I think she did bodybuilding as well. And the physiotherapist that's there, he's from Dominica. And also Guadeloupe as well. So your peoples. My peoples. <laughs> my Dominican peoples. And um, yeah, it's just a lovely group. I, they're really great role models for me as well because I guess similar backgrounds, it's quite inspiring for me. Um, and I want to keep up with it. I, want, I think training in a group is better for me than training alone. Yeah. It's hard. To you also seem alone. like really excited about this. So I, I feel like this is something that is like just for you. Yeah. It feels really special. It feels like a real treat when I go there. Even though it's bloody hard, it feels like a real treat when I go there. I felt that way when I started um, this AquaFit class. Oh, yeah. That I haven't been to in about a month because I've just been so busy with work. But every once a week I was going to this AquaFit class and it was bloody hard. Yeah. Like, because they give you these floats which act as weights Mm -hmm. in the water and, like, they're playing... um, soca music so it's like high tempo music and you've got to keep up with the beat and then you're just like away. <laughs> like I'll just be dying I was dying in the water I was literally dying okay not literally can you dying. swim um not very well mm. so I can swim in like you see water that just comes up to my neck yeah I can swim in that kind of water but for some strange reason when it gets deeper and deeper I, I just get a bit nervous sure but I, I'm I'm relearning how to float, mm-hmm. and therefore that will improve my swimming technique. Yeah, that's something I really can't do is float. Mm-hmm. I panic as soon as water starts coming in. I just panic. Yeah, I panic when I when the water gets deeper and deeper. Yeah. I need to learn how to relax mm-hmm. and take control as well. Yeah. So yeah, Shout I'm out to the the couple from Greenwich who saved us as well. Were they actually from Greenwich? Yeah, they're from Greenwich. They're a Christian couple from Greenwich. They have like a Christian youth group down there. Have you been in contact with them? You know what? We need to send them some flowers. Seriously? Just like a little card to say thank you? No, I know. How ironic is it that like a couple from London saved you? Yeah, in Cuba. (laughs) Yeah. Really sweet people. Cool. So, um, how about you? In terms of, I know I've said, I've kind of set that thing in, I haven't really got a New Year's resolution. I set that thing in place from before anyway. I had Mm. like two sessions of weightlifting before January. What have you got in place in terms of your hopes for 2016? 
Man, so much. I don't even know where to start. I would not necessarily call them New Year's resolutions just because they're things that I had already started implementing yeah. um, at the back of 2015. But I would definitely say they're things that I'm just going to diligently work on this year. Uh, it has a lot to do with like my personal development uh, as, as as a woman, as a spiritual being, and as a daughter, as a friend, and just as myself. I think that there's always new ways to become better as a person, and I need to start. Well, I wanted to start like looking at how I can be better in these different in these different ways. So like, how can I be a better daughter? How can I be a better sister? How can I be a better friend? Is it, you know, listening more, being more compassionate, judging less, and just taking time to, you know, be there for people and not necessarily waiting for people to reach out to me before I get in contact or before I communicate with them. Mm-hmm. Thinking of ways that I can make myself more present and more available to my loved ones. And just thinking about ways I can be of service to to others. But also with that, thinking of ways I can be there for myself as well. And this is something that I've been working on, uh, let's say, like, towards the end of last summer. Just taking time for myself. So even if it's, like, at least an hour in the day of silence... Or sometimes I like to do a whole day. If if I'm lucky, I'll do a whole day of silence. So I don't really make phone calls or, you know, like chat too much. Like, it's just nice to have a day in the week where I'm just to myself, doing a bit of reading or just doing a bit of tidying up and just and being intentional about keeping quiet and peace. Um, I'm also, like, trying to eat better as well and drink more water i've actually started liking drinking water now before i was like really fussy about it not for any particular reason but now i really enjoy how water feels you know like just drinking it feels good now um yeah there's so much more but i feel like i'd bore our listeners (laughs) if i went i feel like i'd bore our listeners if i really went like deep 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 you know no that's inspiring for me just the ideas you have about yeah bettering yourself for others and also more importantly for yourself um and just i guess by enriching others you enrich yourself as well by enriching those you love you're enriching yourself as well so it still builds towards you even as you give out to the universe in that way yeah, definitely. I think all of that's really inspiring and encouraging. Um, and with water, yes, water is important. Mm. I've started drinking more hot water with like her- like herbal teas. Yeah, I've started um, doing that as well, yeah, and that's I nice. I feel all grown up now. I know, right? Drinking herbal tea. Yeah, I've stopped drinking fizzy drinks. I don't. I haven't tasted Coke or anything fizzy in such a long time, and I don't even miss it at all. I haven't drunk Coca-Cola for years. I never really liked it when I was younger. Mm. It just felt like, what is Coca-Cola? What is that? What is that flavour? I remember you said that to me. And I was thinking, well, Coca-Cola is made from cola nut. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And cola nut is actually a very addictive um, thing. 
Okay. But it's, but there's also a lot of other things in Coca-Cola that make it very addictive, like the sugar, the caffeine, the flavouring. Mm. That's never really felt for the... I like, like I said, I like red drinks. I like red drinks. You know when red we went... Drinks. You know when we went into Tesco earlier? Mm-hmm. And, like, just by the entrance, did you see those stacks and stacks of Coke and Diet Coke? Yeah. And it was, like, two for two pounds. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I just thought to myself, man, these corporations, they know exactly what they're doing. Start of the year, let's get people hooked on all this sugar. I know. It's ridiculous. And it's so much sugar. But I think I think there is really a backlash against sugar at the moment anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why there's such a promotion on it. Like they're trying to draw people to it. So because we to buy it right now. Because everyone knows sugar is, the, is a major killer at the moment. Sugar is the most addictive drug and it's the kind of drug that is killing us in a very slow way. So as opposed to things like alcohol, where if you were addicted to alcohol, the the consequences would be very quick and evident. They'd be very like apparent in you. Mm-hmm. However, sugar's that one where you won't even notice it until you get into your later age and you have got type 2 diabetes. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yes, it's a slow, it's a slow burn, but it burns. Um, and, um, in terms of your healthy eating then as well, what's, what's kind of inspiring your healthy eating? Like what kind of route are you taking with your healthy eating? Are you going gluten free? No, I ain't got time for that shit, man. Okay. <laughs> I ain't got time. Literally, when I said healthy eating, I, I wasn't talking about trying to be vegan or anything like that. I love dairy. I love the way cheese and yogurt and ice cream taste. I like the way it feels. I love the way it feels. <laughs> but... Definitely all in moderation. Like, I'm not having all of that every single day. Actually, yeah. mind you, I did have cheese on toast today and a yogurt smoothie, which is quite a lot of dairy. Mm-hmm. And I had cheese in your casserole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a bit of a dairy junkie. Yeah. I knew someone, I remember when I was younger, I met someone who um, got hypnotised. She wanted to lose weight. She got hypnotised to not eat cheese. And she said just from not eating cheese, she lost so much weight, just from cutting out cheese. Well, if cheese could make me gain weight, I'd be very... Well, oh, of course, yeah. well not that kind of weight. I don't want to have, like, clogged up arteries and yeah. stuff like that. But, um... Bulking up. Yeah. I need to get... I want to get beefy. So you're gymming it as well? Yeah, I'm going to... I don't really want to join a gym, but I just... I'm going to start weight training. What, at home? Yeah. Okay, cool. But I was... <laughs> saying to a friend recently that maybe I can just find a cute guy to like teach me what to do <laughs> so I don't have to join the gym I don't know I just don't know if I really want to commit to joining a gym because I just don't know about a gym gyms are like kind of sweaty and they smell and there's like so many people just watching you I know but I guess it gives you a proper space to like properly jump around, properly throw medicine balls yeah. and skip or like run on a treadmill or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a great space if you if you know what you want to do and you, yeah. you have a plan, don't go in there and wander around because it's just like time wasting. Yeah. I mean besides my aquafit class, I do feel like I could benefit from joining a gym or just having a personal trainer. Yeah. But that is to come. I gotta sit down and really think about Think about it first. Sure. And then decide to do it. Wicked. So, in terms of um, 2015, just going back as well, 
in terms of best bits or most significant parts? Um, I know we were talking about 2015 before being like a challenge, but mm. what are some of your like really positive um, memories of 2015, positive moments of 2015? When Nicki Minaj checked Miley Cyrus. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, one of my highlights. Really? Yes. That was it was such a public thing and it was such a kind of when she said Miley, what's away. good? I know you can't just keep getting away with just sniping about me. She'd been Miley was chatting shit, chatting so much shit about Nikki in all these magazines, and then she came, she came to the watcher and said, Miley, what's good? But then did you see Miley's response? She was like, so anyway, she tried it, yeah. That girl, that girl, she just let let someone slap her one time. (laughs) One time, (laughs) I tell you. Let her get bitch slapped one time. She might change her ways. Oh, man. I'm trying to think about Miley Cyrus. I really do. But, I mean, in terms of of me, a, a good memory of 2015. Let me think. I don't know if I... You know, I really enjoyed talking of, of, um... Nicki Minaj, I really enjoyed the collaboration between Nicki and Beyonce. <gasps> that was actually really oh, quite fun. OMG, um, when that video drops, yeah, I like... Watched... The live performance, did you see the live performance yes, of it? Yes, 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 but... Oh, are you talking about Feeling Myself or Flawless remix? Feeling... Oh, was it Flawless? They did both of those, they? Didn't did they? too, yeah. I've seen, I think I've seen both of them live. Mm-hmm. But the video for Feeling Myself was... When that video dropped, I actually just watched it over and over again, like, 20 times. Uh-huh. I was obsessed. It was just amazing. Just seeing them have so much fun and yeah. being silly and being girly and just being themselves and being free. It was amazing to see that. Mm-hmm. That was a good that was That was fun. I hope we see more of, like, that side to Beyonce in the future. Actually, you know what else is a really big deal for me this year is Missy Elliott. Her, her comeback, yeah, right? Yeah, Missy Elliott's comeback. That has been wonderful. That comeback was ferocious. Yeah. Like, but I mean, I, to be honest, I'm I don't even feel like that song is of her best, because given Missy's caliber of music, this woman's made the most amazing music. Mm, produced, our, written, and performed on it. Yeah, and danced in the music videos. Let's yeah. add, she's made some of the most amazing music of our generation. And when that song came out, I was like, okay, she's just warming us up. You know, mm-hmm. she's just getting us prepared. Like, I do feel like there is a lot more to come. And then when she um, performed with, um, what's her name? Katy Perry. Yeah. Was that last year? Was that 2015 she performed with Katy Perry? That was Super Bowl. That was a Super Bowl. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, who's this new artist performing with Katy Perry? Yeah, that's because it was all the, the young... The young youngsters, youngsters who don't really know about Missy Elliott. Yeah. And, like, all of her songs spiked everything. Like, she this big hype came about her. And people just didn't even know who she was. But also with that, I don't think it was just people saying, who is she? I think there was also, like, a lot of, su- lot of love and support for, from people happy to see her back on stage yeah. and happy to see because a lot of people had just put the Super Bowl on and then when Katy Perry was doing her performance they just like went to the kitchen to make food but then they heard <laughs> and then they were like what what now Who's yeah. that? and then they came back to yeah. watch it yeah she stole the show she, really she did stole the show. she did 
That was yeah, that was a cool bit of 2015 there. What are some of the um like albums would you have down as albums of the year? Um, I don't, you know what? I didn't download a lot of music to the end last year. Uh-huh. I really didn't, and I didn't keep I didn't keep up with much of what was going on. To be honest, um, the only thing I did recently download was um, what's his name? Tyler the Creator. Right. I find got... it so odd that you listen to this guy and I don't even listen to. Him. <laughs> no, it's only one song. It's called Is it Buffalo? Find your wings. It's got a singer on it. It's um girl. Kathy. I think it. I think it would be that Kelly. Kelly yeah. yeah. And it's just so. It's, I think it's got a, a Royer's sample on it, and it's just such a lovely kind of dreamy, summery for kind of sound. Um, and that's it. I didn't download the entire album. It was just that track. My husband is the one that's downloading a lot of music, so I was catching a lot of stuff from what he downloaded as well. But I don't know. He just downloads whatever he feels. It doesn't necessarily have to be released that year. But um, he did. He did download Drake's song. He downloaded Drake's um, Hotline, Bling. Hotline Bling, and he's not into Drake. It's not his kind of music at all. And but that's really... what I was saying in the previous podcast. Like, it's such a catchy song that even if you didn't like that kind of music, yeah. you probably would like that song. But then he immediately regretted it. He said it was like some demonic message in his head. He kept hearing it. <laughs> he couldn't shake the no song, way. and he deleted it from his phone because it was like <laughs> every constantly. And I understand that feeling. It was such an earworm of the year yeah. and that video and everything uh, but yeah he immediately deleted it after he realised what he was doing with his brain basically <laughs> that's so funny demonic song um, yeah so Drake was a good quite a highlight as well that video it's just fun any more any other ones I can think of Kendrick Lamar's album was obviously pretty major To Pimp a Butterfly I would say is like an album of 2000 one of the best albums of 2015. Has he been... Is he, do you think he's in the Grammy runnings? Yes. Has, has I think he, he has been nominated. I don't know for what, specifically for what categories, but I think he has been nominated. I'm sh- I'm very sure he has been nominated. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, uh, that album... I feel like we could do a whole show. Well, we did do a little kind of review of some bits of it, didn't we? Yeah, but, but, but still, there's that album, there's so much to talk about, but just track by track. Um, but yeah, we don't have to do that because the the music really just speaks for itself. Mm. It's just such a classic in terms of the lyricism and the amount of effort that was put into the producers that are on it, it as well. put into the production. Yeah, just so much attention to de- to detail. The fusion of rap, jazz. And was it Flying Lotus in the entire thing? No, it wasn't Flying Lotus. It was Thundercat, and it was also. I think some of the producers of Sarah. Oh yeah. Was had a hand in it. And, and then obviously Kendrick himself. Mm. I think he probably produced most of the album, if not everything. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Um, how about for you then? What were you downloading I, in 2015? I wasn't... I don't really download music. I, I'm i not ashamed to say that I stream music. <laughs> <laughs> I stream music most of the time. I don't really download music anymore. Um, but I definitely do pay for concert tickets. Um, 
I was listening to, I'm not going to lie, I was just listening to rap almost every single day. Huh? I really do feel like rap, rap trap, whatever you want to call it, has been a major motivation. Oh, so you're saying earlier Fetty, this Fetty rap. No, track. I don't, no, 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 I don't really listen to Fetty rap like okay. that. Only if, like, I'm out and it's playing, but, like, no, I would never put Fetty's music in the playlist of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just can't really take that guy too seriously. Well, I just feel like they're all trying to sound like that guy who... What's his name? The what the the guy who does the dancing and the singing, but it's terrible, and he got so much attention via social media. It was Icefish. It was terrible, but I feel like a lot of guys are kind of sounding like him and that kind of warbly all over the place. I feel like it sounds like it's that. just you know what it is. It's just a terrible use of auto tune and just very poor singing skills. Yeah. That's that's really what it is. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I've I've always loved. Do so you think it's a bit of a dumbing down? Kind of, and it's also, a major dumbing down. But actually. I feel like we're in the generation where dumbing down is acceptable. Or it's almost like a kind of it's a it's a style. It's like a yeah, thing. it is the thing of how this, silly can you make it sound and it still gets and, attention? and still get away with it, right? Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. I feel like that's what's going on right now. So yeah, just I listen to. If I'm not listening to rap i'm listening to afrobeats okay if i'm not listening to afrobeats i'm listening to um old school music mm -hmm. like a lot of rare groove from this from the 70s and 80s um and then i just also like to listen to like 90s music like 90s r&b uh-huh like keith sweat right. <laughs> and tony braxton <laughs> and Jodeci wow <laughs> um, when I'm in that type of mood yeah yeah I don't know I, I haven't um, yeah because I hadn't added a lot of things to my playlist it was just kind of listening to music I already had um, I, this year probably I need to engage with music a lot more I think because I was focusing so much on work I was not really focusing on like even things like reading outside of what I was doing for work so in terms of you know, a culture, taking mm. in culture and music and art. Do you have any, um, like, goals, specific goals towards your music career for this year? Um, I think, I think just making sure I record first of all, I didn't record at all last year, except for a feature I was on. Mm -hmm. I did not record any of my own stuff. I have a ton of ideas in my phone, um, but nothing has been put to my loop pedal, nothing's been put to my guitar, nothing's been put to, you know, into Logic. Mm -hmm. And so you know, that's just okay. recording. Just that's okay. Recording. Sometimes you're just not in the frame of mind to do it. No, I wasn't. Definitely wasn't um, in the last year. But this year feels like a, you know, once I update my equipment, because apparently that's failing, um, <laughs> I can, I can, you know, get settled and record and, yeah, get my ideas done. When was the last time you played the guitar? Where is your guitar anyway? It's in the corner over there. Yikes. Yeah. It's closer than it's been actually. It's been even further away than that before. So yeah, it will be something I do this year. Practicing, loop pedaling, all of that. How about you? I am going back to um, back to the piano in terms of like retraining myself. Mm -hmm. classically how to play music and then also how to read it very well because I mean I can still read it but I'm just really slow now 
because yeah. I haven't been reading and playing for a very long time. Um, so I'm going to, at some point this year, I'm going to buy myself an actual piano. Not an actual piano, but a keyboard that has full-size keys of a piano. Like weighted keys. And weighted keys and a pedal as yeah. well. Because I just really need to get back to that place where I play piano every day. Because it just kind of keeps me sane. And I'm also... Um, I don't know if I will record any music this year. Like, I don't want to say, like, I will, I will, and then I don't do it. So I'm just going to say I'm, I will try. Mm-hmm. I will definitely try. Um, like, it's not really a priority, career-wise or anything like that, just because I'm focusing on, like, uh, visuals and stuff yeah. like that. But I would, I will try. I'll see how it goes. But I know what's most important. Most important is that my personal music education doesn't fade or, you know, just go out of my memory. Like I, for me, this is really important that I still, um, like keep my training, my music training up to date. And yeah. I mean, just in case if I ever want to go back in, into teaching music again, at least that's something that I have, and I know that like. I still got it. Exactly. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, you have definitely. To keep, definitely. You have to keep up with the practice and keep up with just bashing out the notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think that is everything for our, our first episode of 2016. Yeah. Oh, before we go, I want to ask you a few things. Oh, crumbs, really? Oh, gosh. I was like, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know three things you're going to leave behind in 2000. And, well, three things you've left behind in 2015. Three things I've left behind. Yes. Three uh, specific things. Three specific things. Um, I think the, the most. Uh, significant thing I've left behind um, is just um, a feeling of I guess feeling a bit trapped I felt very trapped in 2015 before I moved Mm. Um, I felt very trapped uh, very kind of trapped not necessarily in the space I was in but trapped in terms of how I could react trapped in terms of my emotions I couldn't express very well where I was I couldn't even sing very well where I was. I was trapped in all kinds of ways, so trapped physically, trapped emotionally, mm-hmm. um, to a point where I didn't feel like singing out loud, I didn't feel like talking too loud or venturing outside of the space I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that it was you... a horrible, yeah, horrible environment. It's funny that you mentioned that, because I, at some point last year, I felt like my throat chakra was blocked. Really? I felt like I couldn't communicate very well. And every time I communicate, I was always, like, second-guessing myself. I was always doubting what I had said. Yeah. And that's and that's a sign of, like, your communication energy being blocked. Yeah. But then I did some work on it, and I feel like I'm a lot more stronger Good. in that sense now. Good. But do you feel like you've strengthened um, that? I feel like experiencing that has let me know that I never want to experience it again. Right. And therefore, I'm going to work very hard to not have to be in a situation like that ever again as well. So it's kind of spurred me on in that way. So just, yeah, leaving that feeling of feeling trapped. Um, With that feeling of feeling trapped and not being able to express myself very well at the time, um, a kind of like, I don't know, kind of, was it a coldness or a kind of just a lack of, of, I tried to numb myself a little bit, I think, as well. 
and I want to start um, engaging more, experiencing emotions more. Um, my friends came around at Christmas time. I stopped celebrating Christmas when I was 16. So over 10 years ago, I stopped celebrating Christmas. Um, and this year, for the first time since I had my own place to do it, we'd like went really big on Christmas and two of my friends came round and they helped me set up a Christmas tree and put like all the baubles on. Go into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, and then we watched the, um, what do we watch? Elf? We watched Elf. Oh, I love it Elf. made me cry. You I cried? I was crying to Elf. It was like so <laughs> sweet. And I would not have engaged in that way probably for a while, but it's like a kind of release. It was like a really, like this feeling like I could, I could engage with feelings again. Mm. Um, and they were helping me with that as well. And um, so, yeah, just the kind of numbness. So the trap feeling, numbness. Um, and, yeah, to go back to what you were saying as well about self-doubt as well. I think doubting myself, wanting to quieten myself and not to make too much of an impact. Um, I really felt that at the time because every kind of expression was met with a reaction. So yeah. um, as a result of where I was living. So... It, it's been nice to just, yeah, get back into expressing myself again, communicating, you know, speaking up for myself. I've, I've really been enjoying being able to just express, speak up. So what was that? That was that last one. That was, was it suppression of my, I can't remember what I was saying. Basically, the feeling I'm leaving behind of not being able to express myself. So right. not feeling trapped not feeling like I'm suppressing my emotions, mm -hmm. being numb, and just expressing myself, uh, more expression. So leaving behind, not reacting, and not expressing before. So sort of giving yourself permission to be vulnerable and yeah. transparent. Yeah. I think that's, that's yeah, what I'm coming into the near with, leaving those things behind. Um, how about for you in terms of 2015? What are you leaving in 2015? Well, let me tell you what I left behind... I left behind, um, like, having to be compliant mm -hmm. just for the sake of other people. Yeah. So, kind of just l pretending things are okay. And I think for a long time I did that. Not just, like... Uh, in my personal life, but also at work as well. And um, I had an issue with a colleague. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where I could have, like, punched them in the face. Because <laughs> I was that angry. But then I thought, okay, let me let me not, re let, me not let the child um, do the reacting. Let me let the adult react, right? Yeah. So I went to my manager and I put in a formal complaint. And I dealt with it in a professional way. Yeah. And then I just from here on I just feel like if anyone just tries it with me, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna deal with it. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna Rather let... than accepting or making them feel comfortable, even though they're happily making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, just feeling like I don't need to tolerate something like that. I don't need to make that person feel decent and they haven't got the decency to make really, me feel okay. I really just don't have time for like doing that with yeah. people anymore. Um another thing to leave behind is like self-victimization okay yeah so I think this is the year to like really step into my power and just to feel great and to just be brave and courageous and to not not um spend too much time thinking of like what I don't have or 
or where I'm not at mm-hmm. or what I'm lacking. You know, that whole woe is me attitude. Mm-hmm. Just I just want to like say goodbye to that. Not that I even really was much of like a woe is me kind of person, but I feel like there's too many times in the past where I've externalised my power, but I've taken a different approach to it now and I'm now like owning my power and I'm just going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing I'm going to leave behind is maybe it's kind of similar to your one like I'm gonna leave behind like being too overprotective Mm -hmm. of myself like kind of like shutting off emotion and just but this is really hard for me because I do consider myself quite fairly open open emotionally but not with everyone sure not with everyone at all and I'd say it's funny because like with friends I can be very very open but then with with certain family members like I can be very very closed off so I think I want to work on being more open with my loved ones and my close um like close family members and just people who are actually like really really in my life yeah just working on that vulnerability and working on building stronger relationships and not and not just running away because it feels scary. Okay. Well, that sounds like some solid stuff. Um, I think um, we're going to leave it there. We're going to... I feel like this up. is like very, very deep and intense. It is very deep. <laughs> it's, too, it's too intense, Dennis. Well, from Nicki Minaj to like suppression <laughs> of emotions. <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's cool. That's what we do here. Yeah. Um, so we will say once again, Happy New Year yeah. and goodbye. Hope you have. I hope you've had an amazing start to this year. And for anyone who's listening, thank you for listening. And I just want you to know that, like, you are amazing, and you really can get anything that you want if you just kind of put your heart and soul into it and I think I, just trying if yeah. you don't try you don't get if you don't try because I feel like I'm a bit of a I have like a testimony like there's certain things that I didn't um reach towards just because of fear of not ever getting it but then I feel like once I just put that fear aside and just went for it anyway I actually started to see that things were a lot more accessible than I ever believed them yeah. To be. So yeah, that's what we need to be coming into in 2016. Just reaching out, yeah. reaching out and trying, and maybe even failing a little bit, mm-hmm. but still reaching and still trying and yeah. still fighting and getting up again. Definitely. So thank you for listening to the London Girls podcast. I'm Janice, and this has been episode four. This has been Zainab. Oh, this is Zainab as well in episode four. Um, So take care and we'll speak to you guys soon. Ciao.